right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And this is Middle I mean, that was like next level. That was was really good. Jesse, you are zooming in from the beach. Honey, I'm on family vacay. And here's the thing. What a rocky road and not the ice cream. Mm. I'm talking literal bumps. And actually, my sister is in the room right now listening because she said, Jesse, I really want to see a professional. And I said, well, then come in the room because... And you said, the pro is- <laughs> I can give you some tips to find one, but... But, you know. You know. Um, and she settled. Let me tell you something. Do you guys go on family vacation every year? We do. We famously go on family vacation every year. And... I'm stressed out. I'm stressed out. Let me tell you what happened at first because it was such a middle child. And Sandy, I mean, luckily you can attest, but true nightmare, okay? So we get to the house and... You know, it's me, my parents, and my sister. Is That's it is it an Airbnb situation? I get it's like you have to rent a house, at least in Delaware, through like we rent it through a company or something. Okay. Got it. So they clean, it's a whole I don't even know. But so we get to this house. We've never been to this house, Chris. Mm. And that actually does it's a problem. So last year famously you know, my sister, I mean, excuse me, my brother and his girlfriend got the best room. Uh, I got there later. And so I got the attic, which then was filled with bugs. And I said, actually, no, thank you. And then I moved to a twin bed in another room. Mm. Now, was I happy? No. See, I famously thrive in attics. That's very interesting. I, okay, so this is what I know about me. Two things. And I'm going to throw the fire card out and I just want you to hear it. I like to feel safe in a room. I like to unpack immediately. And I, I consider my my clothes my children. And I want them safe in a, in a closet oh, and see, or drawer. I could be staying someplace for a month and a half. And I would still be a, a living out of the suitcase. That's, a, that's see, but I, and I love that for you. I do. I really do. I see that for you even. I see you as sort of nomadic and very carefree. And I think I'm carefree about some well, things. Well, you know me. I- carefree is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Chris, I know for a fact that if I were like, is it okay if you stay on the floor in my bathroom? You would be like, without a question, what a dream. Uh, I'm more than happy. Do you have a towel? Like I'm, you would absolutely do that. And I would not sleep a single wink, but I would still right. do it. Yeah. And you would say in the morning you slept fine. Oh, I slept great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would, I am very much affected by where I sleep. It's important to me that I feel safe and that I feel unpacked. I know that's weird, but it's very true for me. Now, my brother is like you. My brother could literally sleep in between two cushions and say he's happy. You see, last weekend, I went to a friend's house in uh, a lake house, right? I got there second and she said, here's your choice of rooms. There's this one on the first floor. There's two two upstairs, the upstairs rooms, or there's one in the basement and you have to walk partially outside to get there. And I was like, I'll take the basement. Why? But that almost, why would you on 
you picked first and you picked the worst? Because I still, I knew that if I didn't pick it, whoever picked it was going to be like in a, a mood. So I was like, I'll be fine with it. And it also had its own bathroom. So I'm like, I could poop in peace. Um, and also mm. in the basement, I knew it would be um, probably the quietest. And I'm a very light sleeper. So I'm like, wow. if I hear literally anything. And it, I slept very well. Um, I'm impressed. I'm very impressed. And I am the opposite of you. And I know that about myself. Okay. Which we is all important. know that about me. I'm not quiet about it. Some would say uh, my sister's nodding. I'm, I'm, I'm boisterous. I am. I say, guess what? I need this. So we get to the house. I'm like, oh, great. We can unpack. My parents are like, we can't unpack. And I say, wherefore art thou? Why? Yeah, why? And they say, because our, because your brother hasn't arrived yet with his girlfriend, and <sighs> we can't pick the rooms without them. That is say, not how picking rooms goes. Has nobody seen the housewives? Thank you. And so Sandy and I are both like, interesting. We don't think this is fair. And, you know, do I start pulling out the dirty cards? Yeah, I do. And I say, so, Dad, you're telling me we have to wait for Danny and his girlfriend, who famously you said from birth that this is a family trip until you're engaged. And mm. for some reason, there's been a loophole, okay? Because, you know, and that's fine that she's come two years. Uh, uh, fine, great. But, you know, now we get first pick of the room. No! We've got problems. Now See, that's I'm some, upset. That's some shit my parents would 100 do, is that because they would be like, well, she's the guest. And I'm like, so from, oh, well for the rest of time, she's the guest? So now this is my life? So now I'm the middle of four? I said, hold on a sec. And my parents said, we want her, her them to get here so they can be a part of the room choice, okay? There was a clear favorite room. I had eyed it. I actually put my backpack in there. My mom said, you can't do that. And I said, interesting, okay? But that was the room I wanted. And I said, I had a lot of reasons why I should have it, okay? Now, are you my and Sandy like, sharing a room or you get your own room? No, we get our own room. But Sandy had uh, Sandy and I made a pack when we got here. We said, we stick together. Thick as thieves. You can't break us apart, Chris. You could try. I dare you to try. You couldn't do it. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to get in the car, come down there and try. I know. So my parents like really did float it like in a way that was then they're going to get here. We're going to have a conversation. This is what happened. Okay. First of all, Sandy and I are upset in the living room with all of our stuff. My parents are unpacking because they can. Naturally. And we're just sitting there just, you know, waiting, if you will. They come in a big hello. And then my my parents are like, we're waiting for you guys to pick the room. Now, there is the the good room that everybody wants that I should have gotten. Yeah, this okay, is great. my question. How would the conversation go even if they got there? Like, who, who decide? What's the point of this? Okay, so I said... Okay, so wait. So there's that room. Then there's my parents' room, the nice, you know, master. Next to it is a room with trunk uh, bunk beds which nobody wants. Mm. And then the one next to it has a boat bed. Now, the boat bed is a full, but it still is a children's room. So, you know, do does anyone want the boat bed? No. Will you sleep in the boat bed? Sure. Then there's an apartment in the back. Oh, wow. Okay? Now, originally, my brother and his girlfriend were going to stay in the apartment, but then they decided they, they no longer needed to stay in the apartment. And they were willing to look at the rooms in the house, which was sweet. So, now we have all that information, okay? We go to the apartment. Now... I, Sandy and I get here. It's an illegal apartment. What does that mean, Chris? It means there are no closets. Mm. Okay. And the rooms are small and nowhere to put your clothes. Okay. It, it, there's a kitchen and, and, you know, a bathroom, but there's a 
It's small is what I want oh, to say. See, that would not bother me in the least. I would be even in my own house. I, I, I have piles of cl- folded clothes like <gasps> um, on open shelves. I simply can't. You see, I simply can't. Anyone who knows me knows my clothes have, you know, destinations, wardrobes, bureaus. We've got closets for things. Everybody who's got a personality, which is all of my clothing, needs to feel safe. Mm. With their friends who are also my clothes. So the point is, I get here, there are no closets. I go, ooh, this could be bad. But how nice would this be for a couple to use one room for sleeping and one as a closet or just to put their things? Then that Mm -hmm. would be convenient. Now, my parents, they go around with, uh, you know, my brother and his girlfriend. They come back and they go, uh, they've chosen, which once again, I thought it was a conversation, but it was not. They said they've chosen. And they are going to go with the room that you wanted. Um, So where would you and Sandy like? The bunk bed (laughs) and the boat room or the apartment in the back? But we don't really want you in the apartment. And Sandy and I said, well, you know, uh, the thing I like about me, and I've said it once and I'll say it again. I like to go into vacations, apparently ready to fight. Mm. And so I was a bull waiting for a curtain. And all of a sudden there's a red bandana waving in front. And I said, pack your bag, Sandy, pack up. We're going to the apartment. And, you know, we weren't happy. It's now been coined the drug den well, uh, by my family. See, I'd be it- like, I'm there, honey. That's what I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. looking for. <laughs> well, it is the drug den now. And honestly, we run it. We run a, an honest and a decent shop here. We do. <laughs> we really do. But and it's been very I mean, we're having the time of our lives. You know, we're ups- we were upset. We were upset and we actually decided to stay in the apartment as a punishment for my parents. And well, did they learn a lesson? Maybe. Did they swear on their life, Sandy, that I get first room pick next year? They did. Come back next year to see if they hold Yeah, through. you better write that down. Oh, yeah. Well, at least, I mean, are you having a good time at least? Having a great time. Having a great time. Wait till I show you what I got. What did you get? Would you, would you like to meet Penelope? Is it a weird pe- bag? It's it's not a weird bag. Sandy, would you grab Penelope for me? What is it? This is something I love to do with my little sister. That's not Penelope. Um, I like to tell her to get things for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy normally doesn't do it, but here here if you even if you just give me the bag. What is this? Oh, the bag, the bag, the bag. The whole bag. Um, so Penelope, as you know, my apartment is that of a circus. I can already see it peeking and I'm <laughs> so upset. What the literal Penelope! <laughs> You guys, what Penelope is, <laughs> is um quite a large yeah. emu, I believe. Head. But just from um the base of the neck up, uh almost like you would hang a deer head. Yes. But it's a emu and it is not real. Now, I personally love it. I, I love it. Let me explain. Penelope, I saw her and I said, bitch get in my apartment what are you doing in a shop yeah you saved her she seems rescued she's happy she's literally look at that would you look at the contour look at the contour and i i <laughs> love the hair which appears to be oh, made of hair. um a broom <laughs> penelope the thing about penelope is i saw her and i said she's my number one bitch and she's coming home with me and i can't wait till when i can have an apartment in new york again and and a, a lucky feller comes back and he'll say, is that a bird head? And I'll say, are you speaking about Penelope? Now, see, Jesse, <laughs> what I'm seeing, let me see. Penelope is um, the base. Is she hollow? She is. She is hollow. 
Yeah, See, hollow. She could be a great hiding spot for things. Oh yeah. Oh, Penelope. She's a she's a watchdog bird. You get, and I don't know if you can get that. You get some family heirlooms. You put her right inside Penelope. No one's looking in the emu head for the family no heirlooms. No one's looking in Penelope. Not unless they're sick. No freaks. Unless they're freakos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, so I bu- I bought Penelope today, and I have been buying things. You would think I'm a millionaire. How much with was, how I am? <laughs> how much did Penelope cost? See, and this is a fun game for the audience and all of us to play. Now, Penelope, again, this is going to be uh, an apartment game changer for me. Now I have something fun wherever I go, a centerpiece. But regardless, that's worth thousands of dollars. We know that, okay? <laughs> but what's the real price tag on a piece like Penelope? Well, how much did you pay for her? I think that would probably tell us that the price. That would be the tag. question. I don't know if if you should guess. I don't know. I you're would guess, guess two... $27. Okay. So see, but that makes me feel like you don't understand art. <laughs> how, <laughs> okay? much, how much did Penelope cost? Penelope, a one-of-a-kind piece. I don't think you're getting that part. <laughs> you know, this is a one-of-a-kind piece. Make they sure didn't that have you, two Penelopes. Make sure that you follow Stuck in the Middle on Facebook. We're going to put a picture yeah. of Penelope. Yeah, we will. Um, what was the price tag, Jesse? I'm getting concerned. Now, yeah, no, no. The price tag on this one-of-a-kind piece of art that they get in from overseas, the woman told me. Overseas. And they get no. one of every animal. <laughs> Where? Straight from China, I would assume? <laughs> Penelope ran me a solid 168. What? Now. <laughs> I'm now, screaming. Here's the thing. I thought she'd be 500. You paid. And I'd have to have a real conversation with myself about Penelope. But when I saw 168, I said, does she have a sister? You know, I really thought. $168? <laughs> yeah. But again, how much do you think a moose or a deer head costs? That's that's a lot. Well, is she a real emu head? Of course not, but she's art. What is she made out of? Uh, paper mache, I believe. Okay. Well, Jesse, I love that for you. <laughs> yeah. I love that for me, too. I'm happy for you. It, you seem filled with joy over her. She really has made me happy. So, I, I mean... Can you put a price on happiness? No, no, I don't think you I can. mean you can, and it's one hundred and sixty-eight dollars apparently. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, uh, good for That's you. About it. Somehow we've already gotten into our first segment. Let's dive in. I mean, I feel like we're already in there. Okay, um, great. No need to redive. But we can, guys, because we love that song. I love that for you. But what are you loving? What am I loving? Honestly, Jesse, right now, not much is what I have to say on that. Oh, no, um, Chris. I will say I went to Pennsylvania last weekend, as I mentioned. Yes. Um, I've also been watching Shit's Creek. There's been a lot going uh, on. So I do I yeah. love Shit's Creek? Yes, absolutely. I just watched TV saying maybe this time and I stopped. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. I just don't know like what I want to do with my entire life, I feel like is kind of what's going on. Interesting. Okay, so you've sort of decided now's the right time to kind of lock down the future, if you will. I, I wouldn't say I decided. Um, yeah. My brain decided. Well, I was in Pennsylvania. I was with friends, and I was like, this is the least anxious I've felt in many months. Moons even, sure. So, I, I don't know. I'm just at a confused time. 
I know. I'm like, do I want to live in New York forever? Absolutely not. But do I want to live in LA? Also, not really. But like, I feel like because of what we do, I have to. But then I'm like, yeah. is this like, it's just a confusing time. Part of me is like, should I move to a small town in the Hudson Valley for a year where I can I hear you. go to the city if I have to? I can drive to Albany if I have to. As we know, my, my, brother and his wife are having a child so i'm like i don't want to leave when a baby is coming there's a whole lot going on i don't hate that idea if you're semi close to the city i mean listen after i met penelope i said do you think i couldn't open a shop called kooky for kooks kook magoo and it's just you come and you find weird shit that could be my niche i think that it's called um etsy <laughs> not etsy etsy's too like <sighs> etsy's too like a girl in the middle of nowhere who puts like four pieces of string on a long thing of string and calls it 50 dollars. as opposed See, if you let me tell you something if you saw penelope on etsy that's 600 bucks okay i mean i don't know that there's a huge market for paper mache emus but <laughs> listen live your fantasy live your truth Th i mean that's i don't also know what's been going on with schitt's creek because like this is this is how i've yeah. been feeling because um in schitt's creek it like becomes clear that like they're so much happier now than they yeah. were back then also right. all these celebrities in real life are like miserable and stuff so i'm right. like am i working so hard just to die in a bathtub someday i hear you i hear you um but but, and I mean, honestly, every time I go on a date with a guy in D.C. or I'm like, what will happen when he inevitably falls in love with me? And now I have to choose between love and real life. And then luckily for me, they don't get me to that point. You know, they make that decision before oh, yeah. that. I'm very lucky, but I'm saying don't think it hasn't crossed my mind. Yeah. And also what are we working towards? Exactly. And I'm like, can you imagine if we could just write Hallmark movies for a living? You can do it from anywhere. Do it from our small anywhere. whatever we want. We fly for the meeting. We have the meeting. We fly yes. to sh obviously star in the film as well. B but they right. put you up in a hotel. So uh, And that's only a month of shooting. Exactly. So I don't know. I'm feeling um at a crossroads. It's been yeah. an interesting week of dead inside tears dead inside Ugh. tears tears again dead inside tears so tears yeah you know we'll see did i start writing a hallmark film starring you and i yes i did oh my god uh care to share well i don't want you know me i don't like do, okay. I, I don't like telling hallmark stories no i know that's, that's just a private me. thing um, <laughs> couldn't be but is it about two people trying to act uh, make it as actors in the city and then in the very beginning decide to move someplace else. Yes, it is. Uh, okay, I'm there so far. I'm on board. Well, because I'm like, what actual film would you and I be able to play in? Yeah. And be equal co-stars where I'm not just like the um, friend that gives a wink at the beginning. And, we can't have that. We can't have um, that. So, you know, who knows? Uh, I already am obsessed with it. But anyway, what else are you loving besides PPA mache emus? <laughs> well, what else am I loving? I bought, I mean, let me just go through the things I bought. Okay, because I love them all. Okay. Um, Sandy, <laughs> could you help me? 
Could you help Jessie's making her sister go around Could the room get me the little box? <laughs> and collect all of the tchotchke items that she's bought on yes. the beach. Actually, actually, all four. Oh, all. all oh, perfect. <laughs> My goodness. Um, okay, great. So first of all, as we know, bless your heart. Bless your soul. Thank you so much. Okay. So I said, you know, who am I? If not a woman who gets jewelry. Mm. But the thing about me and jewelry is I said, again... Can we talk about it before we get it? Can we get a conversation starter? Is there is this a tree ring? What would you call it? Um, it looks to be what I see is three snake heads. I love that, and that's the thing about it. So it could be sne- uh, three sn- <laughs> snake <laughs> snake heads <laughs> on the attack, or I reverse it, as you can see with this ring. You can, unless my hand right now is a little swell. And of course, you guys can't um, see this, but it is um. Yeah. A ring that, as I, I said, appears to be three snakes shooting from one body. Yes. Um, or a tree, depending on sort of how you are and what you see. I said, I'm buying jewelry. Oh, I actually bought something. I bought something for our surprise thing that we're doing. Mm. Um, so I won't show that because... It'll be exciting. But I also bought these, which are just some very simple. Oh, with the evil eye. Yes. Um, so these are earrings that appear to be. Um, all beads. Hand beaded with evil eyes in the center of them, which are for yes. protection. Here's the thing about me. I love protection and I love beads. So if you give me both, I mean. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm very happy. What are those some coasters you bought as well? They're in little boxes. So oh, they were got it. Got it. Um, I also bought C B D gummies. How is it? Because C B D doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. I just ate a hundred milligram cookie, which the guy was like, only have a little and I was like, Sir, I'm popping the whole thing. Of C B D Yeah. Please. So I mean, am I tired? Yeah, does that mean it's... I don't know. When did you do this? When did I do it? Maybe 45 minutes ago, 30 oh, minutes ago? Oh, that was quite a choice. Maybe an hour ago. Maybe more than that. Well, we'll see if your 100 milligram edible <laughs> kicks in in the middle of this recording. <laughs> I'm on vacation, Chris. Listen, I love it for you. Thank you so much. I can only be on vacation, you know? And I can only buy so much. And if you're wondering, have I, I'm afraid to look. I probably spent, I don't know, over a thousand dollars on weird, weird shit. And that's who I am. Well, sometimes you just have to do what you have to do to find your, find your joy. Honestly, a hundred percent. You get me. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I'm loving right now. Mm. Uh, what am I loving? You know, not much. I'll tell you that. Oh, dear. Uh, let me think. I am loving... Um, any little snack, any little little TV show, any little... Even like a song could be. I've been gotten really back into goldfish crackers, so... Interesting! That's been, uh, you know, an exciting journey. That is... Ex- do you do head first or you tail first? Oh, see, How do very you- interesting. I... Which maybe this is interesting. I always eat a goldfish uh, cracker, uh, hot dog style. So split the fish. If the fish is looking at you, you're gonna axe it right down the middle. So it's two. Wow. Two have two equal halves of fish. 
You eat it down the middle, the head, and then also the body. No, no, no. I eat it lengthwise down the middle. I see. I bite the fish from the side. What a humanitarian, if then you will. Too, I like the thinness, the crisp of the, uh, the, the half of the fish. I hear that. I see that. That's, yeah. You know? That's interesting. I think I am a, if I'm going to be honest, and, you know, I always am, um, I am a sucker, if you will, with my goldfish. I normally try mm. to suck. I, I, suck. I, I also will do that. I like the salt. Yeah. You know what snack I've been making? This is actually quite something. Ah. I've got, been getting mini cucumbers, okay? All right. I've been cutting them down the middle, obviously. Now, this is where things get fun. Um, okay. I, I put it out almost like you would a plate of nacho chips, okay? But it's it's cucumbers, and then I put okay. salt, and then I'll put um, like some Parmesan cheese, some mozzarella cheese, some pepperoni, um, maybe some garlic and herb seasoning, and it's it's divine. It's delicious, and you get that nice crunch from a from a chip. But I'm having a cucumber. Wow. Yeah. I love that for you. I do. I mm. I love that for you. I think for you, that sounds like what a trick, what a treat. So what's um, what's your issue here? Well, I think that if if I'm trying to trick myself to think that these are nachos, I'm gonna be sad when I eat it. I'm gonna go. Well, well see, this is that wasn't the plan. I at no point was I no. like I'm gonna make fake nachos with cucumbers. I just okay. did this with the cucumber, and as I was having it, I was like, thin people could use this thin as people. nachos if <laughs> yes. they wanted to. That's the truth, you know. But it's fine. Do I wish it was nachos? Yeah. Do I want nachos right now? Yeah, I do. But yeah, you know what. Thin people. You know what? I've had it up to here with thin people. <laughs> I went to the outlets the other day and I said, you know what? I need a leather jacket. And turns out my body doesn't fit into a leather jacket. Like my arms, I either look like I'm going to hulk out and rip this jacket to smithereens. <laughs> or I look like I'm wearing a boyfriend that doesn't exist leather coat. Like I, there is no, there is no. That's also how I feel in a leather jacket. I, yeah. I've even like worn my dad's old one. And I had a friend be like, I, she said, made a comment <laughs> that wasn't a compliment about the leather jacket. It was just like a comment on me having yeah. it. And I was like, Oh, it's my dad's old one. And she was like, obviously. And so, <laughs> And I was like, okay. okay. Um, that felt pointed. So I don't do that anymore. But yeah. what are you going to do? Oh. You know, Jesse, yeah. I kind of feel like we should just get right into... Let's get right get into, into it. it. Okay, guys, it's time for... The Hallmark Movie of the Week. All right, wow. Are you ready? I'm so freaking ready. Do you want to start or should I? Okay. Do we have a title or a, a jumping off point? I mean, do you, okay. do you want me to look one up? No, no, no. I think I got one. Okay. Picture this. Okay, I'm picturing. I am a high-powered hypnotist. Wow. 
Yes, I'm a high-powered hypnotist, and I work right outside of New York. Um, <laughs> you know, a little bit upstate. You know, but an easy drive. You can take the path. It's not too. It's not too far. It's not too bad. Some might say that there is a train station <laughs> right in town that could um, that goes back and forth to the city every day. That could work as a commute. And it also is only about an hour drive from Albany. Not that I've been doing any research, but... I'm just saying hypothetically. Okay? And so it's called hypnotizing... What's called that? (laughs) The place I work work, my business... It seems like that CBD cookie is coming in hot. It could have kicked in. You know, who's to say... But this play, it's called Hypnotizing Heroes, okay? Because we think highly of ourselves and we should. I think it would be so, probably called Hypnotist Heroes. Okay, but, you know, we're not nitpicking. But if we were, we would definitely change it to that. Not nitpicking. Are you leaving? No, no, no. So. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. Jesse is talking to her sister, Sandy. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so um, it's run by a brother sister, okay? Okay. Okay, named Chuck. Chuck and Goldie. <laughs> and Goldie, okay? <laughs> uh, Chris is Chuck. I am Goldie. We work there. We like, you know, it was really crazy because our mom growing up, um, we were both the middle. We, there's one older mm. and one younger. Anyhow, and we're twins. I don't know if I mentioned that. And we have a, a, a power almost together, you know? Uh, one of us would be outside on the playground you know, you pulled mom's hand and said, Goldie, get Goldie. I was sitting at the bottom of a slide. Mom came over, grabbed me just as she did. A tree fell, smashed right where I was sitting. So here's my quick question. Okay. Are we hypnotists or are we psychics? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit of both is this thing. So we're psychics and we also like we started from there. Our mom was like, "We're special. We're different." We went to like magic school and just so sort of maybe like, like my <laughs> focus has been more psychic and y- yes. yours has been more hypnotizing. Exactly, people. and sort of like mind control. Okay, so that's what's really important. Got it. So got it. So we get a phone call that morning, and um, you know, we have an emergency session with somebody who is trying to move on with their life, Mm. okay? And so we say, come in. You're going to talk to me and my brother. I focus on hypnotizing. And he focuses on sort of readings and sort of any intuitive feelings, okay? Mm. So this man walks into our our shop or our, our, our place of work, if you will, and the bell rings, as it always does, because we have a bell on the door, so we know when someone enters. And they always and, say, um, if you were any good, wouldn't you be able to see me coming? <laughs> and we always go, ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> we like the sound of the chime. Okay? And the chime goes off, and you look up, and Chris, this guy has to be... He brushes, you know, the top of his little his head brushes against the bell. It, it sort of rings twice. No it, way. It, it, that bell yeah. is hung at what? Like... What I think we hung the bell at about six foot three. So if his hair right. is touching it, he's got to be close to six foot, six foot one, six foot two. Exactly. He's and honestly, I think you're. It's six two, six three. It really is. He's he's right in between it, and he's comfortable there. I mean, if we're counting the hair, you know what I'm mm. saying. The hair gets us above maybe wet. 
he's six one and three quarters. Okay, but well, when the hair's do, dry, it'll do. it'll do. It'll do. And he's got he's really he's got uh, olive skin. Mm. He, he's very attractive. Dark hair. He walks in, and whoa, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And he says hello. I have an appointment. Next thing we know, the door opens again. No. Okay, it does. And again, the bell rings twice because this guy is even taller. And what if I told you they're twins? I don't think I would believe it. <laughs> well, you have to because there are two twins that walk in. It's Ben and Ken, okay? Okay. Okay, so Ben is first. He got there first. Um, Ken, you can feel, is also there. And moral, Ken, moral support. they're identical, but Ken right. has a, um, a beard. Yes. And Ben just has a little stubble. Little stubble. Uh, I mean, who's to say who's better with that type of description? I mean, I like it's both. a tough choice. It's anyone's ball game, really. Um, so Ben's here for the consultation. Okay. And you and I take him into a room. He asks if Ken can come to his family. We say, okay, that's fine. But Ken, keep it down. Okay. And I say, and, and keep your mind thoughts down too. Cause we don't want to, <laughs> We don't want to, you know, absolutely pick up on your energy. I don't want that in this house. Okay, so we we start getting into it. We're talking. We say, Ben, why why are you even here? And he says, I cannot move on. I mm. cannot continue my life. My wife. I'm sorry, my dead wife oh my god <laughs> he says passed away and ken ch chimes in we told him not to but he chimes in he goes she's been dead for ken, six years ken <laughs> please ken and ken goes okay all right we said simmer down we said simmer it down now and so and you know what ken's given a little toot and i don't hate it i'll say mm. that he's given a little toot he actually takes out a vape he smokes a little oh we go it. no smoking it's cbd so who knows and i say listen you can smoke whatever you want here <laughs> her and i always have this conversation i've smoked crack in this office honestly right. do whatever you want <laughs> have fun and there's a little twinkle and i see it between you two but that's fine. oh so, no yeah and so then um, Ken is like, it's been six years. He can't get over it. He says that his house is haunted by her and he still feels her presence. Mm. And he also says that like, he just can't seem to emotionally move on. And that's why we came to you. And I say, you want to take it over? I say, Ben, let's go ahead and talk about Claudia. And I like that. And Ken gasps and he, well, he says, he didn't say your name. Wait, yeah. And we smile uh, oh. and acknowledge and say, we know. We know that. We know. Uh, and I say, <laughs> so Claudia, um, Claudia is in the room with us. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. And I, I can feel Claudia. Was she a sharp dresser? Ooh, yeah. And he says, no, she was actually not a sharp dresser at all and i say famously not i say i know ken <laughs> or ben i'm being sarcastic uh yeah she's wearing uh what appears to be a man's flannel again yeah ken gasps and says she died in a and i say ken we're, we're, <laughs> i don't want to have to ask you to wait outside i don't want that yeah and ben says well she did die in my flannel and wow because she was attacked by a bear when we were camping 
And I oh, say, yeah, yeah, that ex- that explains the scratch marks. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, I'm just kidding. She lo- she's at peace. She she's at peace. She looks good. Spirits don't look like they do when they die. Okay, she looks no. she looks good. She looks thin. Also, actually thin. Some would say thin. Some might say ghostly, and we laugh. Wow. And I say that's and just a you. fun thing we like to have. And he says, um, "Well, can you tell her I love her?" And I'm like, "You can tell her, okay? You tell her. She's in the room. You pretend." That let's just say for the sake of time, you pretend mm-hmm. Goldie is your dead wife. Just say what you want to her because Claudia is sitting um sitting right beside Goldie. Oh. Uh, right. And so he starts saying, he says, I just I've never met anyone like you. I love oh, you God. so much. You know, it's sad. Okay. It's I, sad. I get a little teary eyed. Um wow. and as well as you do. Oh wow. And Ken also. And um Yeah, Ken. Claudia Claudia is giving me the energy, right? She's telling mm. me that she's telling me that she wants Ben yeah. to move on. Ugh, that makes sense. Okay. And so I say, Ben, Claudia wants you to know mm. she doesn't blame you for the bear attack just because you didn't put the stakes away like you she told you to. She did ask you to and you didn't. She blames the fact that she had done that honey hair wrap earlier that day and that didn't help that for sure definitely did not help (laughs) uh the bear was immediately attracted to her scalp he thought she was a graham cracker so absolutely it was mostly her fault um and she didn't suffer at all because he kind of it was quick plucked her head like a cherry pop you know very very quick and he remembers he saw he used to watch the whole thing so naturally (laughs) i'm like and you're getting therapy right um yeah and he's like i'm working out i'm like all right step b is gonna be you go get some therapy about that double time it double time it. uh and i say but what claudia really wants is for you to move on with Mm. another another person okay another another woman Right, that makes sense. Uh, and he says, "Well, where will I ever find a woman as colorful and right and fun?" And he's, you know, I have a thing for women that have uh, art school teacher aesthetic, <laughs> and I'm not always finding that. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, it's hard to find. You know, and I say yeah. it's hard to find, and then I look at you. Mm-hmm. You're actively wearing a smock. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, just so you know, Goldie wasn't just doing pottery. That's just how she chooses to dress it. And he says, Oh, interesting. And so then um you guys make eye contact. And then I say, Ken, can you please stop? Yeah. And he says, I didn't say anything. And then Uh-oh. you say he didn't say anything. And I'm like, sorry, I'm just getting such heavy energy from you. I've never experienced energy like this before. Oh, and you said heavy? I mean, strong vibes coming from him. Yeah. And I'm like, it's all I can do to not read your mind. I'm giving you (laughs) the respect of not reading your mind. But you're begging me. But a little bit (laughs) of what he's thinking is seeping into my brain. I can't help it. It has to. It has to. You know, to. and what it's saying is he likes what he sees. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame him. And I say, Ken, <laughs> listen, don't even think about it because 
I I don't I don't do that with my clients. Yeah, he really he love work and you know pleasure different for him. Exactly. Um, I, however, am willing to dabble, and I make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, well, sh- I'm the professional here, right? She, and I say he really is. She wore a smock to work, okay? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, a lot, uh, a lot's been going on there, you know. Yeah, I'll say. Um, and and Ken is embarrassed. Well, he's humiliated. He realizes that <laughs> I can start seeing what he's thinking. He right. he gets up. He hits his head because he's so tall. Oh, so tall. He hits his head and I say, uh, as he stands, I say, ah, what? But he hits it. It's too late. Oh. You know, I, I know it's going to happen. Absolutely. But then that's when all of a sudden there's um, a block. Okay. I can no longer read his his thoughts or feelings. and what? And I stop dead cold in my tracks. And I say, Goldie, can we have a minute, please? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you say sure, and you go to take Ben's hand, and I say no. You and I can we you have a I. moment together? Oh, sure, 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 sure. Um, and so Ken and Ben, they go out, and uh, I say, Goldie, I don't know what's going on. I've never what experienced anything like this. I'm having no problem reading Ben, the straight twin, but right something about Ken. I was getting such heavy vibes, and then all of a sudden, it's nothing. I can't. I can't read his mind. I uh, I don't know how to deal with this. How do you talk to someone when you can't tell what they're thinking? First of all, I obviously had to put a hex over Ken. Oh my god! I could feel you. I could feel bitch. that. I could feel that there was some positive energy, and I didn't want you to ruin it like you always have reading the guys' minds that you're dating. Why? Uh... Because you were with Brad. He just thought about, you know, a threesome. And out the door you went with no explanation. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what he had coming, okay? If he wanted to have a threesome with the cashier from the fucking grocery store, then he can go down and he can do it. I also stopped going to that grocery store. Well, I'm sure. But what I'm saying is I had to put a hex on Ken. I had to protect him because I think that you should just get to know him without reading his mind. Listen, I'm not a psychic, but I feel vibes. And there is a strong vibe between the two of you. And I think you got to explore it. I don't okay? think I can be. He's a doctor. Yeah. He doesn't. He believes in Western medicine and I believe in holistic medicine. Okay. Well, according to the phone call that I recorded, Ben was looking to be hypnotized and Ken was looking for a psychic reading. Well, I can't give him a reading if you have a hex on him. (laughs) How are we going to explain that? I guess we'll have to have an awkward convo. No, 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 no. I think it'll be. Let's not worry about it today is what i'm saying but what i am saying is that ken obviously believes in what you're doing and that's what counts and i think that you should just take it honestly with him and take it slow i'm not a great psychic but i can stumble through it okay um okay so what are we saying we're going to try to date these twins i think that we're just gonna maybe try to date the twins i feel like i deserve that happiness that's what I'm trying to say. Now, am I worried about myself with the room with Ben hypnotizing him? Sure I am. But I think if you supervise, everything's going to be fine. All right. I say we start with Ben. See, I'm just worried because you know that age-old wives tale? Um, 
if your friend puts a hex on someone so you can't read their mind, you can't read their mind. Uh, I'm gonna have to choose between love and my gift. And magic, of course. Well, that is, you know, a wives' tale to scare us, I think. I don't think it's real. It couldn't be. I mean... To, it's our livelihood. To be honest, I've never met anyone else like us. So, uh, exactly. who knows? That's what I'm saying. <sighs> so, uh, so I, it'll be fine. I say, let's bring in Ben again, okay? I'm going to talk ben. to Ben. And then you can talk to Ken. And we'll figure things out. Ben, you can come come back on in here. And we hear the door. He hits his head again. Yeah. And I'm like, Ben. Ben, come on. Duck, okay? It doesn't take a psychic to know you're going to hit it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he comes in and I say, okay, Ben, let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, hopefully happily remarried and starting an art school or summer program somewhere. <laughs> and your hair, do you think that's a permanent thing or? <laughs> the poof? Well, is it? Does baldness run in the family? What's the deal? Uh, okay. This feels like an attack. It's thinning a little. Is that what you mean? I'm just wondering. I'm getting to know you. This is how these things are done. Oh, Ta it's thinning a little. Tell me about your past dating life, okay? Before your dead wife. And I use that term with love. Of course. Actually, she was the only woman I we met in high school. We dated for, you know, 10, a solid 10 years. Got married. And then... Okay, oh, wow, honey. that is very romantic. Okay, um, yeah. And what are you looking for in a woman? Gosh, kooky, fun, different. <laughs> I'm looking for someone who's like, you know, not cookie cutter, not just, you know, the girl off the block. Maybe doesn't wear just blue jeans and a white tee. Okay, maybe it's splatter paint pants and tie dye. I don't know. I'm just saying she's different. <laughs> and I say, would it bother you if she smoked cigarettes? And Goldie says, I don't smoke cigarettes. And I say, and there we have it. We're all on the same page. And he says, what's going on? And I'm like, my psychic ability is telling me that you need to go on a date with Goldie. Oh. <gasps> Naturally, I can't demand that. I, I'm not going to take $200 <laughs> from you to tell you to date my friend. Of course Where not. you'll also be paying for everything. But <laughs> I'm just suggesting... It, I'm suggesting. It, I've never felt this kind of vibes before. Yeah, it's strong vibes. And I say also, did you know Goldie and I are twins? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Which is just interesting. And he says... <laughs> he says, wow. Uh, okay... Goldie, um, can I take you to dinner sometime? And I'm like, oh, I just so happen to be free now. Let's go. And I say, you're not free now because you have to do another interview. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Sorry. Give me about an hour and a half. <laughs> pick me up at seven. And get your brother to also pick up, come with you, okay? Well, maybe you talk to his brother. <laughs> As we discussed. <laughs> ben, you go and do what we talked about and don't even worry about what's coming out of Chuck's mouth, okay? Oh. Okay. <laughs> and then Ben leaves and I say, what are you doing? And I say, just let me try this. Try what? 
I'm saying you're supposed a- to hook up me and Ken, and here I'm you gonna- are taking all the thunder. You're gonna go out to dinner and forget about me. No, I'm trying to get Ken to pick you up at the same time. Oh my God, Ken's not in the room. I know, but Ken's about to come in the room. Ben's oh, gonna go back. My God. He can pick out both of their outfits. You it's pu- a slam dunk. You put a hex on him, and now I can't. Uh, Ken, can you just come on in here, please? Ken, can you come in, but also understand that everything's fine? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sorry, I got a little cranky. I haven't had my lunch yet. It's all right. It's 11 a.m. I'm goddamn starving. <laughs> I haven't had anything except for breakfast this morning, and that was just a few eggs, some bacon, toast, a black coffee with some cream in it. I had a Danish as well. You know, (laughs) I'm starving. Yeah. No, we're on a diet. It makes sense. And when you're on a diet, sometimes you get hungry. So what? And Ken says, okay, I'm here. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Hey, Ken. Okay, so Ken, I know that you wanted a psychic reading maybe a mm-hmm. little direction for your love life i know we spoke about that on the phone here's the thing i've got a strong direction for you okay and it's pointing right over there at my brother and i just look embarrassed but like in a cute yeah. way and ken's like oh oh um him chuck chuck i he's so I thought you were married and uh, i'm not married and i, I blurted out <laughs> And I go, oh, no, he's definitely not married. Um, And he's like, but he seems uh, so so glamorous. Absolutely. And secure. And I say, all a mirage. And it seems Um, (laughs) he has such a cold air about him. Right. With new people. and um, As if he doesn't want to meet anyone. uh, And I say, it's actually just the anxiety. Uh, I come off like Erica Jane in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But that, I I'm working through it. Exactly. And he goes, oh, well, I'd love to take you out sometime. And I go, what a kawinky dink. Because Ben and I are going out later. Tell you what, I already told him, to be honest. But you're going to go back with him. Come back in like an hour and a half. Pick us up. And what a fun night we're going to have. I can't, I personally can't wait. Uh, I, for one, am nervous. Well, sure. The boys leave. And guess what happens? What happens? You and I are so excited, okay? We are running around the house. You want the pearls. I was going to wear the pearls. I was going to do the headdress. <laughs> you want that. We're running around. It's a we funny act- montage. And we keep on coming into the same room and we're wearing the exact same thing. And yeah. I say, you change. <laughs> no. yeah. <laughs> so then one time we slam into each other, Chris. And we knock each other out. When we come to, this is very important. You and I go, oh, no. Oh, no. Chris, because we both have magical powers and we're twins. Sometimes this happened only one time when we were younger. But one time we slammed into each other. Okay. And when we came to, we reversed powers. Oh, God. Not this again. If you can believe it. So now you have the power to be a hypnotist and I can read mine. And I say, I don't know what to do with this. And I say, oh, no, I don't want to know what Ben's thinking. I don't want to know what Ben's thinking. And you're like, well, you're going to know what Ben's thinking. I say, well, you're going to know, but, and in the back of my head, I think, I'm going to put a hex on this bitch. (laughs) Because now I'm the hypnotist. Now I have the power. I'm going to put a hex. Now you got the hex power. And not only can you put a hex on, Chris, 
every now and again as a hypnotist i'll get um i'll get how do you describe this sort of power you know i'll get the ability to control someone's mind Mm-hmm. long enough to make them do something whether it's buy something say something maybe love something maybe bring you extra mozzarella sticks something like that which we've exactly. done to many waiters and many waiters <laughs> got in trouble at potion school because of that <laughs> yeah so you know that in the back of your mind you got a card to play okay yeah exactly so the boys ding dong Somebody's here. We hear two bell hits. Ding. The boys are not getting duck. We both say duck. Yeah. Also, they, they refuse. I like that we have a bell both at our home and at our office. Oh, sorry. I thought. Oh, you I, froze. I think you did. I liked. Uh, I like that we have a bell both at our home and our office. Well, we love the sound of the chime, as as we all know. And the door. And so, yeah. You go. You go. Oh, I was gonna say the boys come in and Chris. They're strapping. Oh, they look good. They are... I can't even tell you. One of them, the one, Ben, is wearing um, like a plaid shirt with a vest. Oh, my God. And that vest, <laughs> it just, it really, his arms are out. He's 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 looking strong, and he's looking as, as though he could lift a, a branch or a woman who is heavier. I mean, this man is strong. So there's a lot of comfort in that for me. And Ken... And you look at me and you say, you have a perverted mind. Because now you can read uh, my yeah. thoughts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because Ken comes in. He's wearing a silk red shirt. Which are making his green eyes pop. Wow. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. Well, uh, no one was. Because Ken's looking real sharp real good mm. and um you know i don't like this but he comes in and he looks at you and he sort of licks his lips and i wow I see that, that is <laughs> forward <laughs> it's forward it's for a lot of us i was thrown off even. so we go to dinner we're at dinner okay we're sitting and then um Ben is uh, Ben is thinking, and you can hear him thinking about how beautiful you are. Oh, um, and he's like, "If I only got a sign from, if I got the sign from her, oh. then I know I'm supposed to kiss her." Okay, the right. sign. Okay, and so he's like, "The sign is," and as he's thinking it. Your mind goes blank because I put the hex on him. How dare you? And you look at me and you say, how dare you? And I say, Ugh. welcome to the club, bitch. <laughs> um, and uh, Ken is using seltzer to clean off a uh, marinara sauce stain on his silk shirt. <laughs> uh, and he actually takes it off and he's wearing uh, <gasps> one of those, wife, uh, those oh. white tank tops, you know? I do. And it hugs him just all in the right places, you know? <laughs> just right, yeah. And I'm like, this is getting hot. Steamy. Um, Steamy. Like, what is this uh, movie on, you know? Porn, right. Porn, uh, Pornhub? <laughs> it could be. Um, And I say, you know what? I have been meaning to go for a walk. <laughs> Wow. And Ken is like, I also want to go for a walk. I'm also a little embarrassed because Ken is sitting topless in the restaurant. And I, I don't really <laughs> love everyone staring 
because we're we're notable figures around town absolutely we're very notable and ken has a really great body people are sort of looking and also i'm like i don't need any more competition here i don't need that um no and so ken and i go for a walk and um you and ben are sitting and he says i i hope you don't mind i yeah i know that um we're supposed to get soup as the appetizer. I just don't care for soup. I don't love soup. I don't know how you feel about soup, but I, ah. I just ordered some guac and chips instead. <gasps> I, and I tell him I famously do not believe soup is at all a food and could be filling. And so I reject soup as well. And chips and guac just happen to be my bread and butter. Uh, and he's like, it's almost like someone knew that (laughs) um (laughs) and you guys are really uh hitting it off so he's like tell me about your um tell me about your past relationships i guess you could say i'm a late bloomer um so you know relationship is such a heavy word Mm, you know and i i wouldn't say i've laid with such a heavy thought or blanket in a while yeah you know and am i afraid of commitment i didn't say that am i afraid of love i didn't say that either am i afraid of intimacy (laughs) i didn't say that (laughs) you keep putting words in my mouth please don't but what i'm saying (laughs) is i am scared and he says what are you scared of yeah what yeah what's the answer I, I guess I'll say uh, relying on somebody and then them ending up, you know, not being there. Uh, and he says, yeah, I get that. My wife's head was bitten off like oh. a cherry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Boy. And then he says, I want you to know. Yeah. When I saw you, I thought I was dreaming because you were just the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Oh, what did you think of me? I was stunned. I I thought you were really. I don't want to sound superficial, but tall and hot. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and he says it's okay. I get that all the time. Yeah, sweet. Um, and you say I'm having a really hard time because I normally I can see people's minds. I you know the whole uh, nine yards, but Shebang. there's just something different about you. I just. I never know what you're going to do next. And he says, that's the way I like things. And you're like, it's just really hard for me because I just really don't know when you might do things that I, you know, and he's like, I think you do know. And you're like, I don't. And he's like, you do. And then he leans in and he kisses you. I was the soup, the sign. Um, Maybe it was, I don't know. But what I will say is it's a good kiss. And you say, what was the sign? And he says, what? Oh, shoot. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And you go, oh, no. And you're like, (laughs) and he's like, oh, no. What are you talking about? I thought you couldn't read my mind. And you said, I couldn't, but my dumbass brother, Chuck, um, he told me there was a sign, but he didn't know what it was. And we hexed each other. It's a whole thing. It's really too complicated to even talk about. Uh, And he was like, the sign was my brother spilling something on himself. Shut your face. And he said, because once Claudia and I were like having a joking um, argument and we, it was actually um, 
at our wedding and there was a whole thing you know how couples you have fun you talk about like yeah if you die would you be mad if i dated and she was like right. no i'll send you a sign i'll stain your brother's favorite shirt because wow. he was there and he was like if how dare you say that to me and it actually caused a bit of a riff in the family for a while well because yeah. he you know he, yeah. he really likes that so anyway that was the sign, but I'm a little confused because you said you couldn't read my mind. Right. And you say, I I can't. I can't. Think of a number between one and ten, uh, seven. And he's like, that's what I was thinking. You're like, it was a lucky guess. I was just, yeah. everyone thinks seven. Everyone says seven. Uh, and he says, I just need some time with this. No. Oh, God. And you say, um, sometime? Okay, well, I hope it's not longer than 60 minutes because I hate that show. And you, like, try to make a joke about it. Yeah. And he's like, huh. And he has a weird face on him. And he's like, oh, no. Uh, I think I should go. I'll call Oh, my you. God. Okay, so we go. And now we cut to um, uh, you and Ken. Me and Ken. Okay, are you in the woods? We're walking around this beautiful town. Oh, okay, you're walking. It's well lit. It's a nice little it's gotta town. Be. It's well lit. There's like little lights, like little lights around, like little Christmas lights type things. And so you guys are walking around and Ken's like, I I'm so, I'm sorry. I love this shirt. And you're like, it's fine. The stain's going to get out. Like, relax. Yeah, and I say, and honestly, silk, it's, you know. Schmilk. Silk schmilk. Silk schmilk. That's what I always say. And he was like, well, it's my lucky shirt. And, and you go, oh, oh, you wore your lucky shirt. <laughs> Thought you were going to get lucky? Well, you... Um, we're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, right. I, I joke and I'm like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But it is cute that you wore your lucky shirt on our date. It is really cute that he wore his lucky Some shirt on Some might say if person. this happened in real life, I would marry the person. Wouldn't that be fun? One time a guy I went on a date with told me he wore his lucky jacket. Um... How'd it work out? It, it, it didn't, and then it ended. <laughs> so, but um, it was nice to know. Yeah, and then we come back from commercial. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we come back. And it's Ken and Chuck again. And maybe you... Um, I'll finish it. You lead the charge you on Ken and Chuck, and then I'll come back and finish you. Okay, and got it. So Ken and Chuck, they're walking around. He goes, oh, lucky sure, blah, blah. And you say, why is it lucky? And he says, well, I... <laughs> She's a star, but she cry, 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 cry in her lonely, lonely world thinking. thinking. And he goes, it was Britney Spears's shirt <laughs> um, from the song Lucky music video that was actually cut for time. I'm a music video And director. I say, let me get my hands on that, you faggot! <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. That's what happens in my mind, but I don't do that. Yeah. And you say, oh my god. You know Britney? <laughs> and he says, hashtag free Britney, and you say, hashtag free Britney. What is happening <laughs> with that censorship? Uh, and the sister, and, and you have a whole very in-depth conversation, and all of a sudden... You're walking by this one little house and the lights are blinking stroby. Mm. Almost like, and you're like, ugh. And he's like, ugh. And he's like, oh, you know what it is? One of the wires is loose. And you see wrapped around the tree that one of the, 
the connecting thing is sort of loose, which is mm. why it keeps blinking like that, which is annoying. He goes, let's fix it. You're like, we don't need to fix it. He's like, let's fix it. And he goes, I'll hoist you up. <laughs> and you say, how, how dare you? Uh, what is that? Your me. idea of a joke? You'll hoist me where, and he goes, I'm not joking. You're very thin. And you say, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Did I, I hypnotize you? Objectively <laughs> not, but thank you. But then he, without warning, bends and lowers and picks you up, and you're like, ah! And he's like, no, just make the connect the wires and you're like i can't believe we're doing this i'm like normally when something like this happens i just get down <laughs> on all fours and he stands on my back <laughs> and he's like stop joking and connect the wires and you're doing a whole bit you can't help it you've never been this high in your life okay <laughs> you're a solid the four. last time i was and- this high i was taken <laughs> off on an airplane okay and Ken's laughing so much he's like almost dying and he's like just connect the cords and you're like now you're so bossy like you lift someone up and you don't get know bossy. if I like that <laughs> and so as you connect the cord and it stops blinking you both are laughing so hard he he drops you you fall you that both seems fall right. to the ground you both fall to the ground and you're laughing and then you kind of roll together and you stare into each other's eyes until you both like you because you've laughed that hard and you're both at this point he was worried about a silk shirt it is covered in mud you're both covered in mud mm. and you're laughing and then you have such a sweet sensual kiss that is not only that of prospective lovers but also good friends mm. and that's beautiful like something that's gonna stick Yes, exactly. So. Okay, so I'm like, okay. And then as soon as we cast, I all of a sudden, I'm not psychic anymore. And I'm (gasps) like, oh, shit. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. I think I'm losing the psychic power, okay? And so I don't say anything. Well, remember, you're the hypnotist right now because we've switched powers. But I I can't do that. I feel all (gasps) powers leave my body. Go. Oh, no. Okay, and for the first time ever, I'm like, I feel like a normal person. Oh, no. And I don't love it. Okay? No. And so I don't say anything. Um, but I, I say, I gotta get... I gotta go. I gotta go home. And he's like, oh, uh, okay. The, did I do something wrong? And I'm like, no, not at all. Oh, no. I just yeah. I have to go. And so I go back. I, I go home. You're feeling sad. I tell you what happens. Yeah. You tell me what happens. Um, right. And you're like, well, what are you gonna do? I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna ghost him. And I'm gonna... I'll get my powers back, you know? Oh. <gasps> And you say, you can't do that. We have a very deep, meaningful conversation, okay? Yeah. Where I real And you're obviously depressed because very depressed. Uh, we had different outcomes. And I say, you know, if he's the one that I'm supposed to be with and it takes away these powers, maybe that's, maybe that's what I, I want, you know? Maybe that's fate. And so I, I go, I go. I, I, I leave the house. We live in town, so I'm walking over to his house. I open the door, and Ben is standing there. And I say, excuse me, Ben. And he says, oh, and I'm like, it's good to see you here. (laughs) 
because uh, you know I know what's gonna happen, right. and right. he knows what's gonna happen. So I go down and I uh, I see Ken. Ken is actually walking. He's still walking around town. He got a milkshake, which I like. Interesting. I like that for him. Because he was like, I'm depressed. I'm going to get a milkshake. And I'm like, okay, good to know that you're the type of person that has a milkshake when you're sick. Also, yeah, eats his emotions. And uh, I say, I have to tell you something. And he says, what? And I say, I'm lactose intolerant. And he says, whatever. We kiss, we kiss. Suddenly, the the psychic power comes back, you know? Interesting. And I say, what is going on? And then I remember a conversation with our great-great-grandmother who passed away when we were little, who told us that only when we found our real true love would our psychic powers be permanently placed in us. Okay, so... And only when I make the decision to accept that love will I get those powers. So, Oh, my God. Because I was willing to lose them for love, <gasps> I was able to keep them. Oh, my God. Which makes your whole thing a lot easier because you know what's going to happen. It's very true. <laughs> but so um, Ben comes to your door. He opens it. And you say, I'm so sorry. I'm willing to lose my powers for you. And he says, yeah what and you're like wait what were you gonna say yeah (laughs) (laughs) and he was like that i think you stole my watch and you're like what and then he starts laughing and you're like oh Oh my my god God. so you you guys are laughing (laughs) um and he was like i got home and there was honey all over the counter and see you at first are like that's probably a bad sign that but can't he, be he took it as a good sign he took it as claudia oh. he took it as claudia saying hi you know you're on the right track here i like her and so you guys kiss 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 you have um, to kiss and then he's like so what do you see in the future now oh. and you say well and then you say well we cut to commercial we come back Okay. We have almost like a that's a raven moment where our eyes, you know, and it's it's one year later, okay, and we are at your wedding. You're walking down the aisle. Um, I'm standing obviously as the the maid of honor, and Ken is the best man. What are we wearing? You say because there's a zoom in. We're wearing matching wedding rings already. Our wedding already has happened. Oh my god, I love that. Okay, so then when the wedding happens, we, maybe we even dosy dough. Maybe I say my I do. Okay, no dosy dough. That's fine. I mean, do you want to share your wedding day? Your yours is a private ceremony off camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is how. So maybe we don't zoom in on the wedding rings. Okay. okay. What happens is you guys get married, um, right? And then obviously. Ken and I have to walk down the aisle behind you. And I say, come on, sweetie. And I grab the hand of the flower girl who is our adopted daughter. Oh, my God. Okay. And yes. And um, and I I turn to Ken and I say, did you really have to wear the silk shirt under your tux? (laughs) And he said, well, it's I wanted to make sure we all had a lucky day. Oh, my God. Okay. And the movie is called Vision of Love. And, of course, Vision of Love. the song that's played is Mariah Carey's um, A Vision of Love. Absolutely. And you treated me mean, sweet destiny. Da-da-da-da-da. 
I love that. I'm obsessed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wow. I Wowzer. don't know about you, but that made me want to have a boyfriend. <laughs> I need a boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't have that, but what I do have for you is our final segment, which is. Okay, Jesse, are you ready for this one? Because I like this one. Bring it. Because what we're dealing with here is something we've never dealt with. Yeah. And that is a mother-daughter reviewing team who... You better shut up. Okay, so five stars. It's from Buck 17 We're going to call her Sarah. That's the vibe I'm getting. S Club 7. Lo- oh, Sarah. No, Good. it says S Buck 17 not S Club 7. <laughs> Okay. Well, Sarah, I love it already. And she says, literally pure gold. Okay. Uh, I am a teacher and life has been a little crazy recently. And this is literally one of the main things keeping me going. It is hilarious. It literally boosts my mood so much that I laugh excessively and sometimes I can't breathe. uh, Every single segment brings me life, especially the Hallmark movies. Also, my mom wrote the review that you read this week and it was so accurate she is literally everything you described and more and obviously has great taste in podcasts thank you wait oh my god is this the one who oh my god oh wait sorry okay wait two things happened first of all i I spoke loudly and my sister has fully fallen asleep (laughs) and i scared her second of all (laughs) so second of all i remember the mother saying she connected with the podcast with her daughter and even introduced her daughter to it. Remember that review? Uh, yeah, I think that was her. Okay, so this family is incredible. I mean... Of course her daughter's a teacher. Am I surprised? No. no. Sarah's out there teaching. Sarah single-handedly is going to turn the youth around in this country. Oh, 100%. I'm- her mother raised a woman that can t- t- teach the youth, you know. But yeah, the right. difference between right and wrong, as well as their times tables. It wouldn't. It would not surprise me if I walked into Sarah's classroom and to the right when you come in is a star chart. Of course, there's a stars chart because first of all, everyone's getting stars. Okay. Even the class troublemaker, Malcolm, he still gets uh, a star I know, because uh, he, uh, he, he, yeah. he does his best. If I know Sarah the way I think I know Sarah, Sarah sees Malcolm and sees a middle in him and says, you know what? This kid needs stars more than maybe we all do. I'm giving him a moon if I have to. And he'll be the caboose if we need this 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 week for the line. Yeah. You know what? And the caboose, some might say, is the most important part of I've the train. I've always said that. Absolutely the most important part. You know, everyone wants to be the line leader, but what about the caboose? What about the caboose? No one wants to be the caboose, but someone has to be, okay? And that's why it's important. Yeah, and Sarah, Sarah, you know that Sarah has story time. And Mm -hmm. they sit on some sort of circle rug that's got, I don't know, the alphabet or letters or colors. Okay, there's something or on there. Or maybe even animals. I don't know. It could be animals. I guess it You're depends very right. on the grade, but... Right. Well, for sure. I could see her with kindergarten. I could see her with fifth grade. I you mean, know, I, I could see, see her with the high school seniors. She connects. <laughs> she connects to them. And you know what? She says, listen, yeah. I know times are tough. Puberty, it's hard. Yeah, oh. But I'm going to be that teacher that when you, you're you famous and you come back to town, you're going to be like, that's Mrs. Uh, you know, uh, Caboose. Caboose. And Ms. Caboose. if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here, you know? 
Yeah, and Sarah, Mrs. Caboose, some of the boys say it, and they say it because, you know what, you got a great tush. And I would walk, you walk down the halls knowing that, okay? And they feel comfortable <laughs> uh, with you, you know? I just watched yes. the Shit's Creek where Jocelyn is talking about how one of her students got a boner, and she's like, I mean, with a yeah. teacher like me, <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, Sarah and Sarah's yeah. mother, oh. we adore you, obviously. We love ya. If we ever go on tour, listen, we're going to bring you up on stage. Uh, we need you ladies on stage with us. There's no question there. Uh, and that goes for all of our listeners. Okay, guys? Yes. So, as always, we love you. Make sure that you follow Facebook, Stuck in the Middle Group on Facebook. We're going to put up... Where you'll see Penelope. Jesse's ridiculous emu that cost $168. <laughs> uh, follow Middle Children Podcast on Instagram. And, of course, if you need more, if you're like, where is more? I need more. I can't wait till Monday. Where is? Where go is? Go to patreon.com slash middlechildren, where, of course... You can get way more episodes, okay? It's a goddamn blast and a half. And um, listen, we're not waiting for COVID to do special things, so we'll have a special announcement pretty soon. Ooh! Okay, so until then, live every day like you are the oldest. Love you. Bye! Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rood. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 